0: So I've got Rob Younger on the line here from Radio Birdman. How you going, Rob? Oh, pretty well, thanks. Yourself? Oh, not bad. You're about, about to launch on an Australian tour. Yeah. I, I read up you had a pretty successful um, UK and European tour last year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it went really well. Good crowds. Uh, the band played up to a you know, pretty decent standard. Yeah, we had a great time. We're going back, actually, in two weeks.
0: Wow. And uh, you booked in for a big rock festival over there in Spain, I read. Yeah. wow that must be uh is that exciting for you still sorry, to to yeah, meet up yeah. with people who are kind of uh you know big in your in your own estimation in music world
1: yeah well you never imagine as a kid that you, you know you listen to these bands records you know for instance the who you know never imagined that you'd ever actually be gracing the same stage as them but uh, you know it's a long time after the the original lineup of course and all of that but i'm going to take a couple of singles along i think and try and get a
0: us. Why not? And um, all that said, you did play together when you formed up the new race. You played with, I guess, some of your uh, heroes as well, right? Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah.
0: Pe- people yeah. from uh, uh, Ash- MC Five
1: Dennis Thompson were in that that lineup.
0: Yeah. So what what was that like? Just, I mean, that was just out of the once Radio Birdman sort of uh, finished, and all, almost immediately you were playing with some of the your biggest influences. I guess you'd have to say.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it was Angie Pepper uh, who uh, came up with it and uh, in the company of me and Dennis and it uh, no, doesn't sound like a bad idea so Dennis was pretty uh, close to Ron Ashton so he just contacted him and uh, we're going to get Scott Ashton at the time but he uh, dipped out, he doesn't like flying and uh, so we got uh, what Ron described as rather rather than have the uh, the Rolls Royce we'll get a Maserati <laughs> so, and, and we got Dennis
0: Wow! So I was looking through the lyrics of your song "Heyday," which is off uh, Zeno Beach, and you were talking about who were you in your heyday. And I thought, wonder what would you consider the heyday, Rob?
1: Well, it wasn't in the song. wasn't about me or any band or anything like that that I've been involved with. The hay, my heyday.
0: What was you? What? Did, what would per- be some of your po- personal highlights and your musical highlights? Do you think?
1: A lot of them involved um, the New Christ as well, actually. Yeah, but um, yeah. Well, it really just comes down to gigs. Shows more than you know, like a, any kind of era or um, actual, you know, a certain lineup, perhaps. So, you know, it'd be tiresome to just to labour that subject, probably. But yeah, because I'm just all about you know enjoying shows and so forth. The the peripheral stuff is a, is attendant
0: to it, but it's not the main thing. You know, because I, I actually uh, chatted uh, last year with Cub Calloway, who's who's a sponsor of my show, actually, and oh, yeah. he said sends his regards. Oh, I shall, and um, and he told me about a, an era where, you know, all the himself and yourself and a whole bunch of what what we would consider almost, you know, iconic figures from the Australian music industry used to just sort of hang out together and jam together, and what is it like in comparison now? Do you still have that old boys club going on?
1: I don't know if that ever existed anyway. <laughs> I think it's true. As you get older, you become more um, based around your home. You don't go out so much, and the bands you tend to see are the ones you play with at shows. You know, you don't go to so many gigs, but there aren't so many anyhow. So yeah, maybe that balances out a bit there. I don't go out terribly much. Uh, so my social interactions, you know, mainly when the New Cries get together, and of course now that um, Radio Birdman
0: have got something up their sleeve, to- was it a yeah. bit? Of, was it a bit of a surprise <laughs> sorry, for you? Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I was saying, was it a, a bit of a shock for you, the, the shows that you played in um, London last year when you sold out and then you had to do extra dates in Leeds and Manchester? Were you expecting such an, such a, an overwhelming reaction over in the UK?
1: No, I, I thought actually that uh, show we did in London last year was probably the... Um, well, all the shows went pretty well, but that was probably the least uh, exciting you know, to me, anyhow. And uh, I we're I happy to be invited back money at us and then the few other gigs few other cities were interested in putting us putting us on or even going to Scotland for God's sake I've never been up there
0: well you'd be able to warm the cockles of their heart <laughs> <laughs> And what's uh, what sort of demographic do you get along to your shows these days? Do you get a lot? Of, do you reckon you've got a lot of new converts, or just people who are kind of curious to see some legends on stage? Jeez, <laughs> I hate that term. <laughs> um,
1: uh, we get rather a broad um, age range. You know, you get uh, yeah, you just get people that have heard Oasis oh, band's supposed to be all right. You know, maybe they've heard your records and liked them. Maybe their their fathers or something have or their mothers have voiced them our music on them, perhaps. Things like that, and you just get people who've, um, you know, been going to shows and, and still are interested in doing that. You know, a little less frequently, probably, but you know, but they've been doing it for a long time. That's they're the older, older lot. It's a real mix. It's much broader than it is
0: here, actually. And what's it like then here in that in that case? <laughs> less so. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more no, just the no. old old heads who have seen you guys before or know you from when they were younger.
1: Well, now that I'm thinking about it, it might not be true. It actually, might be a bit more like Europe than I think. But, you know, I've got poor eyesight. I look down from the stage, and I just see a blur.
0: You know, so. <laughs> I went and saw the Cosmic Psychos recently, and I was also astonished at what a lot of young people there were in the audience, including really kind of young kids. You know, yeah. So I guess uh, yeah, some of the.
1: Doing this sort of thing you know it's sort of like well okay so you're older but the least you can do is put you know your heart and soul into it we thought we were you know we we're just going through the motions we really wouldn't be bothered so yep. you know we think we've got something to offer so we just keep
0: doing it you know whoever's interested they're welcome you know so it's not just a nostalgia trip for you and the and the older guys in the audience it's a, no, a it's part not. of the journey
1: rock all the rest of this sort of stuff you know so you've you've established that that's your platform you're supposed to live up to it now and we, we can do that you know we're not worry there's no worries there
0: and so the lip service you just mentioned and the accolades and the influence uh, that you've been credited with over the years do you think that has any kind of uh, influence on you or Puts a little bit of pressure on you when you go out there and step onto the stage, as you say, to represent and live up to some of that stuff. Would
1: you just say influence or insolence?
0: <laughs> a bit of both, possibly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Is, it's new every
0: night. You know. Is your preference to play, you know, to, to large houses that are filled up or are you, st- are you just as happy to play a small venue with a, with a really, really switched on mob of people watching you?
1: a lot of bands feel that way and it doesn't even really matter what level you're on there are not that many venues to play anyway so you know all that stuff about maintaining exclusivity i mean it's, it's a little little crap but you know but nonetheless you kind of have to observe that or you know people are just going to drop off you know they're not going to come and see
0: you all the time you got to know your marketplace you know, you've got to be realistic about it. some years ago i think it was about 2005 you brought out zeno beach that she was I think it was, yeah. So does does that? Do you get the urge when you're out and you see the response from the crowd? Do you get the urge to start um, putting more Birdman material together?
1: Yeah, we're going to do something. I think we're talking about. We, there's a few songs sort of underway, for better or worse. Uh, we'll see which what, you know how it goes. But um, there's you know, we've got time to do something like that and maybe have you know bang something out. But I, I shouldn't imagine there'd be a record for another year or so. But yeah, I know. I'd be glad to do that. Mainly, I if I ever get down to writing songs, it's usually been for the New Christs. You know, the New Christs don't play often
0: enough for my taste, but uh, I really love playing in that group. So. Do you consider the music of the more of the New Christs a more mature <laughs> no, reflection of your own music writing? Or
1: no, no, well, God, no, I wouldn't want to invoke the word mature necessarily <laughs> on, on anything I did. <laughs> well, but uh, no, I, no, it's just, well, more uh, developed. Well, because I've got a hand in writing every song, I at least write the words and whatever passes for a tune. Sometimes I write the whole thing, but it's a you know that we collaborate. And you know, um, I'm I'm, clo- I'm sort of closer to it. I mean, with Radio Birdman, while I'm deeply involved, I, I didn't write hardly anything. Not that I wasn't encouraged to. Dennis always was trying to urge me to, to write lyrics and stuff, and I just you know sat on my hands I didn't. Okay. And, and it was the you know it's been going for ages. It's been lots of lineups and um, been to Europe quite a few times and you know, had a lot of fun when we get together.
0: You know, it's great. Do you feel that that the Radio Birdman legacies eclipsed the New Christ legacy to a degree? Oh, Radio
1: Birdman's you know far more well known than New Christ and so forth. But I'd um, I'd hold our records up any any time. You know. Yeah. You know, I'd, I don't think it's a, bit, it's a bit, that's just perception, you know. It's really uh, not something I dwell
0: on, you know. Do you think it's something to do with um, the longevity of New Christ? You spoke before about if you played if you played all the time, really, really regularly, you'd probably have less interest in the same way that New Christ have produced more albums and all that. that they are. Oh, it's just the same for all bands, I think. Yeah.
1: You know, there's been lots of line-up changes over the years.
0: position and do you get a certain level of treatment abroad you, you said you don't know, like the word legend but you know you kind of uh, you got you ca- i guess the the name radio birdman carries a certain kudos with it when you go over there do you get treated in a in a you know more a high you know like some <laughs> yeah. kind of rock and roll royalty rather than yeah, back here
1: pay due deference, you know <laughs> because of our illustrious reputation there's a, there's a you know it goes uh i oh, will know i mean if you know if Fans of the group, you know, they, uh, they're they enthusiastic and they express their interest and, you know, and people, people thank you, you know, for having done something that's made a difference, they say, you know, in their life, you know, it need not necessarily be us, I mean.
0: <laughs> you are just an artiste, after all, a humble artiste. <laughs> so this, uh, the the current lineup of the band for this tour, what can you tell us about that?
1: Um, well, it's the same guys as last year. <coughs> they haven't changed much as individuals, you know. You know, so it's still Dennis and me and Pip from the original lineup, okay? And and Jim Dixon, the, our bass player, has been in the band now for bloody fifteen years at least, anyway. It's been quite a long time
0: longer than the original incarnation of the band
1: mm, yeah. Uh, yeah is that possible
0: it's quite quite possible <laughs>
1: All right then um, he reads a lot of science fiction so he'd probably be interested in that concept <laughs> um, yeah and uh, of course he's in the new crisis as well as he is our other guitar player Dave Ketley yep uh, Famously.
0: Oh, that's a good sign. Yeah. And when you're not um, gigging around the place with uh, either Radio Birdman or New Christ's, you're um, still getting uh, into the old production side of things?
1: Yeah, there's a bit of that here and there, but not terribly much. That sort of thing's changed a lot over the years due to the nature of recording as well. You know, people being able to make their own records, for instance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. know so
1: any band that's looking for a scapegoat, you know, to blame everything that goes wrong on somebody else. I uh, you know, can sometimes afford the luxury of having a producer there for that. But, you know, basically, no, but mainly i just, you know, doing the things have expected, you know, expected of a good citizen, you know, usual prosaic, shit of everyday life. Is her?
0: Is it right that you are a medical practitioner? Me, no. Oh, really? I don't know where I read that. I read something <laughs> about that. Oh, right. know <laughs> no, there are. Uh, well, if anything happens on stage, at least you, there's a doctor in the house.
1: Yeah, that's right. Even if it happens to one of them, the other <laughs> doctor can, can jump in. At least if it, you know, it's part of his field of expertise. Well, I suppose in an emergency, that doesn't really matter,
0: does it? No, no. Now I was looking on your website of your band. And you talked about when you first kicked off um, Radio Birdman. You had this ethos of um, wanting, you know, to wanting to keep things very, very spontaneous. And if you wanted to break into uh, spoken word or maybe a little bit of contemporary dance in the middle of the show, rather um, than just contemporary dance. <laughs> well, I'm assuming it was contemporary. Maybe it was classic.
1: Yeah. there were a few uh, things. There was a, a more. more you know, um... I suppose in you know, their really early days, um, Dennis used to go into you know some beat poetry and stuff. Yeah, and like by the, by the last poets and people like this. Um, well, perhaps there was a lot more. There was a bit, perhaps a bit more destruction too. It was smaller venues and the people were closer, and the, you know and there were tables to be knocked over and things like this. This was all very important, uh, but it wasn't necessarily all spontaneous. No, gee, so what are they expecting of bands? You know, like reinvent themselves every time they play. Um, yeah, uh, the, maybe the nature of the performance has changed a bit over the years. But uh, we, having said that, that we don't play every song the same way. There's a few that are fairly uh, fluid.
0: I mean, there is a space where you can go with those, but I guess the fans come along. They want to hear something akin to what they know and love, don't they?
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, these are these. Are, we're just playing those songs as we see those songs anyway. We don't, there's not necessarily any reason to change them much, you know. I mean, hell, and they don't hear them all the time anyway.
0: But. Why? Why change perfection?
1: Ah, yes, of course. Should <laughs> <laughs> sure, I should have said that? Yeah, there are, there are some longer songs, you know. As I said, you know, there's things you can do. We actually have changed a couple
0: couldn't evolve that. Oh, well, we'll just have to come along and see the show to but, figure that one out, won't we? Exactly. Um, how, how much... Uh, it just occurred to me when you're talking about, uh, you know, the demographic coming along to see your um, shows and how you think it's pro- the popularity's probably increased over the last, uh, than say, 10 or 15 years ago. You know, there's been a lot of um, revival bands like Tame Impala and that playing really a uh, sort of psyched out 60s influenced stuff and it's become really really popular do you think that's uh had an influence on um on your audience's uh ears
1: it may have i mean they don't you know they're not a band that's come back and playing old material though. they're just reflecting yeah yeah playing their music and uh, you know it seems it has seems to have influence from you know the psychedelic era or that business you know a bit different in a way yeah i don't know I don't know if that's uh, contributed to it. I really couldn't say, actually.
0: What can you say now, just to uh, spruik these shows that you've got coming up? You've got dates down in Hobart at the Brisbane, yeah. which is a great venue. Yeah, I've
1: think... never been there, but um, Dennis has played there, and he's one of his bands. And uh, it's pretty packed out, and the uh, crowd was, you know,
0: pretty nuts. Hobart's one of my favourite places. It's got, yeah, got oh, well. it's got a great, um, a great crowd of. Uh, it's a real arty place. People love it, and they love for bands coming uh, from what's called the mainland the to mainland. grace their shores.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we'll try and bring some art down there for.
0: Uh, us. Oh, very good. I hope you got supporting you on the tour.
1: Mm, um, don't you I'm know? a little uh, shaky on some of this because I was actually thinking about that. And, uh, but in uh, Melbourne, we're playing with Magic Bones.
0: Oh yeah, I know them.
1: And I think the Volcanics are on first, aren't they in Melbourne? I'm not sure you are playing with us in Adelaide as well. Look, I could have that wrong. There was a little bit of a mix-up early on. We all get the, you know put in our two cents worth, but you know sometimes it's because you know someone in a band or you played with them before and it, you know, it went great. But sometimes the promoters say, "No, this is a band that you know could do with some shows. They're a great band."
0: Have you got any um, standout current stuff that you would you would put your hand up and say I'm really loving that? What uh, a new record or oh yeah, record or artist that you've uh, caught around the traps or heard on the radio or seen on the telly? Saw
1: a girl on the telly the other week. Was it on YouTube? Perhaps uh, Gabriella Cohen. She was great. Really enjoyed her. I like the new Slater Kenny stuff. Um,
0: They've just been you know, out did... here uh, touring, I think. Yeah. yeah
1: gas band in the straight era is a local group yeah as I said before, I only see mostly uh, just see bands that we play with yeah and uh, I, don't, I don't purport you know to be hip to the scene or anything <laughs> uh, I haven't bought a new record either for a fair while just heard Iggy's new one the other day.
0: Quite I was like quite like that I was going to bring that up just uh you know it's um because uh, it's been a few years, I think. Few years between drinks, since he's brought out an album.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, it's been a kind of a checkered solo career, if I can, have the temerity, uh, the arrogance to say that. But the, um, yeah, I like this record, and he's hooked up with some interesting people. Josh Holmes, I think
0: I'm a big fan, so I think that was a pretty good move. I and think yeah. I think it's, I, I I agree with you. He's uh, Josh Homme and uh, the Queens of the Stone Age guys. Uh, you can you can um, you can hear the influence in the record definitely, you, but you can also certainly hear um, what serves you know. Iggy really well. You
1: know, it, uh, there's echoes of the idiot in there, for instance. Yeah,
0: like that. Yeah. All right. Well, look. Um, I will uh, look forward to seeing you at uh, Max Watts in Melbourne in a few weeks. I'll uh, try and get my sorry, sad, sorry self along there. Yeah. And uh, I'll be the incredibly handsome guy with the glasses at the front, and I'll give you a wave. All and right. You probably won't see me with your, with your bad eyesight, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: well, I'm not going to put on my glasses, but, you know, just to um, pick you out of the crowd, mate, I'm sorry, mate, you know? Not to worry. Van- vanity, you know? going to override
0: that right. Okay, fantastic. Well, I'm going to put on some uh, Radio Birdman tracks now. Um, in homage, and uh, we will all look forward to seeing you very, very soon. Thanks for talking to 3MDR. No, no, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Rob.